three, two, one. Mic check. This is from the hoop. It's starting to simmer, isn't it? It's starting to slowly simmer. April 26th, Tuesday. Let's do a quick playoff recap. Man, it's been pretty good. Been a couple of really good games so far. Let's start in the West. Let's start in the West. Denver finished off Minnesota last night. They won that series four games to one. No surprise there, really. They probably should have swept them. Minnesota did show some fight. But their their team's compromised. No Jaden McDaniels, their best defender. Still confused about the Regal Bear trade. Not really sure how the offense... I, 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 just don't, I don't see... That being a that that being a, a consistently solid and viable offense, running it the way they do with Cat, who fouls too much, and he has a tendency to disappear on offense, plays in the perimeter too much. But Nikhil Alexander Walker really impressed me. He had some big shots, made some big plays, timely plays. That kid's a playmaker. That kid's clutch. Keep an eye on him. And of course, Ant Man. Love Ant-Man. I can't believe he's only 21, actually. Starting to evolve into the leader, taking the big shots in the key moments. Love everything about his game, obviously. His, his out-of-this-world athleticism, the way he attacks the basket, the way he doesn't force it like he did when he was younger. Like <laughs> only 21, man. His jumper looks great. His baseline fadeaway jumper looks fantastic. Bright future for Ant-Man. And man... The Joker. The Joker. The Joker is out for blood this season, ladies and gentlemen. He's out for blood. Sacramento Golden State Warriors tied 2-2 playing tonight. One word to describe this series. Doozy. Doozy. My goodness. Warriors one of my favorite teams. But I'm starting to fall in love with the Sacramento Kings, man. I love the way they play. I love De'Aaron Fox. As advertised. Clutch. This historical juggernaut of an offense Showing us that, right? Now, historically, mathematically, whatever, however you want to say it, slim chance that the Warriors win tonight. Very difficult for any team uh, to, to win three games in a row in the playoffs, right? Back in Sacramento, back in that crazy that crazy stadium. It's so loud there. My goodness, the energy there is crazy. It's palpable. It's, it's tangible. You can face it. You can, you can taste it. You can feel it. So, yeah. But if you're a betting man, Put your money down in Sacramento tonight. They're not going to lose three games in a row, right? But I sense that the Warriors are going to feel a deeper sense of desperation. And I think we're going we're to know quickly who's going to win that game. First five minutes will tell us a lot. Team that, want, team that comes out with the most energy, the most defensive ferocity, team that hits a couple of buckets in a row, get the rhythm going, that, that's going to be the team that's going to win. And again, someone point a gun in my head and say, pick the winner tonight, pick the wrong one, you get shot in the head. I go with Sacramento. They can't lose three games in a row, can they? They're not going to lose tonight at home, are they? But, got a feeling about the Warriors. Yes, they've been struggling all season on the road this year. Defense, although better than the series, occasionally loosey-goosey, not going to point any fingers, but they got a couple players that just have brain farts on defense every now and then. Steve, Steve, Steve Kerr is going to rely on the, on, the, on the veterans tonight. 
it's too bad because when they bring in a couple of those those young athletic studs, they bring in much needed athleticism on both ends of the court. But I'm not going to count out the Warriors because everyone knows. All of us basketball fans know. Everyone knows. Although no one on the Warriors or no Warriors fans can tell you that if they lose tonight, that's it. Dynasty's over. But that is the reality we're, we're facing tonight. They lose tonight because everyone knows if if whoever wins game five is probably going to win this series. Got to force the loser this evening to win two games in a row. That's a tall ask, a big ask. So the Warriors are going to feel a deeper sense of desperation because they know if they lose tonight, the dynasty is over. Lakers, Grizzlies. I don't like the way the Memphis Grizzlies are playing. I saw two games, including the one that Jaw was out in which they won, impressively actually, scored a hell of a lot of points that 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 game. But but they can't score. Yes, their front line is compromised. No Brandon Clark, no Stephen Adams, who is the anchor, incredibly important player on that team. Anchors an anchor on both ends of the court, so that's an issue. But they're gravitating away from the way that they they normally play and should play, which is with defense, defense leading to transition scoring. Just my eyes tell me they're not playing, considering that they've been in in, in the playoffs already past couple years. Last year, I think they're in the play in the year before and lost maybe I don't remember. But they've had some experience. But my eyes tell me they're not playing an evolved style of basketball. Yes, they need a couple more shooters, but I don't like the way they're playing. Jobby scoring forty plus points, they're not going to win that way. So I think Lakers are going to win this series. Clippers, Phoenix. I mean, no Paul George. They could maybe they could have won the series, but no, but no Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. No shot, obviously. No shot. Phoenix finished up that series. Booker been playing like a demon. Booker been playing like he's possessed. Booker been playing outstanding defense. Booker been playing with a fire in his belly. My concern is their depth. I don't think they have enough depth on both ends of the court. KD and Booker playing way too many minutes. I don't think it's sustainable. Going to be a hell of a series. Denver and Phoenix, never looking good. Deeper than most years they've been. Can't can't stop can't stop singing the pra- their praises for picking up Caldwell Pope and Bruce Brown. Fantastic pickups. Fantastic players on a potential championship type rops- roster. Jamal Murray looking more like Jamal Murray, right? Getting his legs back under him, making big shots. Confidence is back, looking like Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. more efficient lately, taking less shots, not forcing it as much. And affecting winning without having to score the ball. Of course, Joker, everything that needs to be said about him has been said. Can't say enough about him. That dude's up for blood this this year, man. Look out for the Joker. The East. Milwaukee, Miami. Miami up 3-1. Obviously, Giannis has missed a game. Game and a half. Almost two games. He got injured the first game. Missed the second game. Actually, he missed two games, didn't he? He missed two games. Two and a half games almost. Miami, uh, Miami up 3-1. Miami up 3-1. A little bit concerned about their health. Now, in the last game, Middleton wasn't on the floor the last four minutes. So I don't know if he was hurt or not. But man, Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler. My goodness, 56 points. Tying a few players for the fourth most points scored in a playoff game. Nine rebounds, two assists, one turnover. It's impressive to me how he's able to get to the free throw line. Just has a knack for it, right? Knows when his team needs points. Knows when he needs to 
knows how to kill the other team's momentum by getting to the line, to get to the free throw line. Shoots a high percentage, especially in clutch time. But the most impressive stat for me on that stat line, again, 56 points against that defense, third rated, the Bucks against probably the best defensive trio in basketball with the Greek freak, Brooks Lopez and Drew Holiday. 56 points against those three? Nine rebounds, two assists, one block, one turnover, which is impressive as well because considering how, how much he has the ball in his hands. But the most impressive stat for me is zero personal fouls in game four. Jimmy plays defense. Doesn't take a playoff on defense. Plays tough defense. Bodies up. He's physical. It's impressive for him to play the way that he does and not pick up any fouls. Now, if there's any team that can come back from 3-1, especially if Giannis isn't compromised, he's clearly still compromised. But, you know, 75%, 80%, Giannis is better than a lot of players at 100%. If anyone can come back, and obviously only if, if Giannis is getting back to 100% and Middleton is, you know, close to his 90% that he's been at, they have that. If, it, if anyone can come back, I mean, who knows? Jimmy Buckets, you know what he's doing. And sorry, one last note on Jimmy Buckets. We, obviously, the sports, basketball media doesn't doesn't classify him as a superstar per se, like in the category of a LeBron or, or a KD or a Seth. He's recognized as a great player, not classified as a superstar. It's been said that he, he doesn't play like a superstar during the regular season, but plays like a superstar in the playoffs. Well, that's when it matters most. I think in his own right, he's a superstar, Jimmy Buckets. Boston, Atlanta, I'm very surprised that the Celtics hadn't swept the Hawks. Hawks won last night. Series is at 3-2 for Boston right now on paper, I think, especially with a healthy Time Lord. Boston wins the chip, don't they? They got it all, man. They got last year's defensive player in Marcus Smart. Picked up Malcolm Brogdon this year, who was sixth man of the year this year. Smart veteran, good leader, plays smart defense, can hit shots. Of course, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. The length this team has, they can make shots. Second-rated defense. Experience from playing in the finals last season. On paper, the best team, I think. If I had to put money down, I'd put them on the Celtics with a healthy time lord. Surprised they haven't swept the Hawks. Hawks showing a surprising amount of fight towards end of games in this series so far. Trey Young stepping it up, even though he's still shooting rather efficiently. It's a stat out there I saw. He... Of all players that have a 1,000 field goals, he has the third worst uh, shooting percentage. But he showed up last night, hit that ridiculous from way outside three-pointer with 1.8 seconds left to win to, to eventually win the game. Watching a couple of sports shows this morning, first take, J.J. Redick was breaking down Boston's seeming confusion and, and poor decision-making, running the, off, the offense, especially in the half-court set towards the end of games. Another show I was watching, can't remember the show, but that's show with... Uh, with Jay Williams and Keyshawn Johnson and Max, what's his last name? Sorry, I can't remember his last name, but you know the, but you know the show I'm talking about. Jay Williams breaking down uh, Boston's end-of-game defense and how it seemed confused in terms of their decision-making. So yeah, having reservations about Boston, even though they're on paper, they should, they, you know, they're the best team probably. But who knows, if Milwaukee can't make it through, it'd be an easier road for Boston en route to potentially playing Philly probably. Philly looking pretty good. My initial concerns with that team was depth, but now it's definitely health. Harden looking a little bit hobbled. Embiid looking a little bit hobbled. Got a long ways to go, so yeah, health is my concern with Philly. Cleveland, New York. New York, 3-1. Man, they really have the Cavaliers handcuffed. 
Defense looking tough and elite. Thibodeau really having the Knicks playing some great defense. Obviously, Cleveland had issues scoring this season, but nonetheless, just handcuffed. Now, I'm not saying that Jalen Brunson is better than Donovan Mitchell. I'm not. We all know he's not. I'm not saying that. But man, the young man can play. I don't think anyone saw this level coming, did we? Even after last season in the playoffs? Just Jalen Brunson. Fantastic, incredible fundamentals. Incredible footwork. The way he uses angles. The way he uses his body for leverage. He can hit big shots. He can run the offense. The point guard. Smart, smart basketball player. I'm not saying he's better than Donovan Mitchell. But man. And on that topic of, I'm not saying he's better than that guy. I'm not saying De'Aaron Fox is better than John Moran. I'm not. We, we, know, we all know he's not. But man. I know Joss scored 40-something points last game, but a lot of them was during trash time when they already lost that game. De'Aaron Fox just plays, I don't know, contributes to meaningful, game-changing, game-winning shots, offense that he brings, right? Again, I'm not saying De'Aaron Fox is better than John Morant, but man, no, can't sit. Okay, so keep your eyes on the Warriors tonight. They're going to feel a deeper desperation. If you're a betting man, you bet on the Sacramento Kings, right? But man, don't count out the champs tonight. Don't count them out. This is from the Hooper.